Hey everybody, good morning and welcome to Project Walkabout, episode 7. Got some cool stuff in store for you this week. We've got a review corner I have been pretty excited to share with you guys, and a little bit of an unexpected second topic. But we'll get to that. On with the show! So, this week for Review Corner, I am actually choosing to talk about someone I discovered a couple of years ago. I think it was back in, like, 2012, which I think I discovered him right slap after he went on an American tour. He is an Australian artist that goes by the name Projected Twin. Look, his real name is Sean Holton, so you can look him up and find his stuff by either name. I think his YouTube channel is just called Projected Twin, and so you can find some of his stuff there. He has a couple of different albums out. I liked his first one better, but I think, yeah, his first actual studio album is really good, and I think... You can listen to that, like, on YouTube. I don't think that's on his regular channel, but it will crop up uh, if you do a YouTube search when you start looking at his stuff. Like, you're just putting in projected twin. Um, As far as what sound he has, he's kind of... He's rock and roll, but sort of like indie or alternative rock and roll it's not like don't expect him to sound like classic rock because he doesn't but he also doesn't sound like i don't know it's not some of the rougher harder kind of rock so don't expect him to sound like that either if that's what you're into but yeah he is pretty cool he's pretty cool he has a second channel called 30 second songs and on there I think through his tour, and I think coming back from said tour or something, he did a little vlog show called, he called Sean Meat World, and that's pretty cute. Uh, he hasn't done that for some time, but it's really cute. You should check that out, because that's a whole other thing than just his music. He's not a bad vlogger as well, and he has come up with some with a second album since the first one when I started liking him, so, also, he has actually, he's a nice fella, he has actually responded to tweets of mine a couple of times, I should have also said that in one of the last review corners I did, uh, of Andrew Wong, he has also replied, he has replied several times to my tweets, both of them have replied to my tweets, though, multiple times, and are both really nice, So, as far as the surprise second topic, I was gonna do like I did a couple of weeks ago and do just a normal, like, oh, topic-based journal entry I had done, find one, read it to you guys, simple, easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy, done, just done, right? Then something occurred to me. I was like, why don't I just talk about journaling? 
something I'm pretty passionate about. It's something I've done for a very long time now. Something of an authority on it. But I didn't want this to be... I kind of wanted this to have that more of that feel to it than... I feel like I've read a lot of articles and stuff that are like, oh, oh, like, oh, if you journal, you know, people that, you know, have an outlet, um, for their feelings are this percent less likely to have to go to the doctor. And yes, that's, that's true. Okay. It makes you healthier. It makes you healthier mentally. It makes you, that helps you feel better physically. I do want to convey that. Don't get it twisted. I'm just not into statistics. And I feel like things like that make for boring reads and boring things to listen to. So, I mean, I feel like people see that. Like, yes, there is scientific evidence that if you do it right (laughs) and you do it frequently, journaling will affect your mental health, and that will then affect your physical health, okay? But there's a lot more to it than that. I know I've been journaling 17 or 18 years, something like that, between 16 and 18, somewhere in there. I've been journaling pretty consistently since I was either 10 or 11. I I only have records from when I was about more like 11. I don't have my first two journals anymore. One was actually, it was supposed to be an address book that was a prize. One of my teachers, I guess my fourth grade teacher, shout out Miss Whittle, had put in the prize box. Like she had this little prize bin we could pick out of after we had earned so many reward points by being good and doing awesome things through the day and through the week. So I saved mine back because I had my eyes set on that address book because I intended to use it as a journal. Don't ask about the logic of 10-year-old me. Just don't go there because I cannot explain to you why 10-year-old me thought it was a good idea to use an address book as a journal, but that was one of my first journals. Um, I also used this uh, Bugs Bunny diary that had like a lock, had like a lock and a key, which, you know, obviously tiny middle school girls love that kind of thing, so I was all about it. But I had access to these two entities, not just while I was dealing with middle school stuff in general, which I think we all know middle school, (laughs) middle school sucks. It's terrible. And I didn't really have anybody to talk to. So it was an outlet for that. But it was also, I think the time that I started journaling in particular was, or more consistently, I guess, I don't know, was uh, about the time my grandmother died. Because that was, she was the first grandparent I lost was my maternal grandmother. That was just kind of my way of dealing with that. Now, again, I kind of used that journaling and writing in general, creating my own little world, uh, as a coping mechanism through, like, middle school, my middle school woes. So, by the time I was in, like, high school, 
and started making some friends, I'd already hardwired my brain to handle life in general by journaling and writing and stuff. And that's to this day, you know, after 17 plus years, that's one of the first things that comes in my head when uh, something dramatic happens in my life, be it good or evil. Something that is awesome happens. First thing I want to do is write about how excited I am about it in my journal. Something terrible happens. My way of dealing with it is writing about it in my journal. I've done different methods as well because obviously I do topic entries. I didn't start that until I was probably like in college. And I became increasingly savvy about the whole internet thing. And I've also done free writing, which is basically when you... You just write and you write and you write, and the whole point of it is to keep uh, either pen to paper or your fingers to the keys if you're doing it on a computer like I tend to do. I've also done, like, on Microsoft Word, it'll tell you how many pages have you done, and I've even heard of other people doing this, like, some people call it morning pages or what have you, but, you know, they have a particular mark of a particular length that they have to meet daily I usually do an average <laughs> because my life is so crazy. My schedule is weird. So typically I will do just an average. But, uh, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's kind of more where I'm leaning right at the moment. I also would say, again, kind of as I got more digitally savvy. I leaned more and more heavily toward keeping a digital journal rather than a physical notebook or whatever as being my journal. I would say I the last regular like physical journal I probably kept was probably like 10 years ago. Something like roughly 10 years ago. So pretty much everything since then has been just the digital stuff. But yeah, I'm hoping if anybody out there has been thinking about doing a journal, I'm hoping this has inspired you to start up with that. It can be a really great practice. I would say uh, it would depend on your what how your schedule is and what your life is like, how I would recommend going about getting consistent about it because that's the number one thing people ask me is oh my god how do you you know do it so regularly and I'm sitting there like that's like asking Peter Pan how he flies I'm sitting there scratching my head like I don't even know because it feels weird to me to not but I would say if you have a regular routine, make it part of your regular routine, either in the morning or at night or whatnot. If you do not, but you do keep a calendar, put it on your calendar, set an alarm on your phone, do what you got to do. If, you, if it works better for you to keep a physical one, keep a physical one. If it works better for you to keep a digital one, keep a digital one. Um, I've even heard of people just keeping ones on their phones, which is perfectly perfect that's fine if that works well for you do it go for it but yeah go forth and journal my friends 
that is this week's episode. If you have any questions, suggestions, or otherwise, please hit me up on my Twitter, at SneakyHobbit on Twitter. Until next week, guys. Laters.